Splitting, splitting. Come in. Oh, jeez. Come in. I'm trying to get a hold of Snake. Who is this? That is not important. I'm here to tell you about Metal Gear Mondays and all of the links that you can get to. Metal Gear? Metal Gear Mondays, you idiot. But it's Saturday morning. That doesn't matter now. What I need you to do is ignore all the links you are about to hear in this episode of Metal Gear Mondays. And go to the these links instead. Links? Oh, it's the censorship. No, go to these links instead. I will help you. If you'd like to go and talk to the group about Metal Gear Mondays, go to facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Set your codec frequency. Facebook.com? Facebook.com. Or you can go to patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays if you want to support the show. But who supports podcasts? Everybody. Where the podcasts are for everybody. You can also go on Twitter. Twitter at Metal Gear Monday. We couldn't afford the S at the end. I've definitely been there before. Yes, this message... Will not self-destruct, but you must be careful because there's mines there. Ah, oh, you idiot! Welcome to a micro episode of Metal Gear Mondays. Um, as always, this is your host Alessio Summerfield, and today I am joined by Sam Wright. Hi, yo. Um, originally we were going to have Isaac, uh, join us on this. However, due to, uh, time constraints, he had to part. Um, so as always, many thanks to Isaac for being a part of the show. Um, we actually just wrapped on our Metal Gear Solid 2, um, episode 2 episode. Um, so this is a little bit of a late night recording, uh, for Sam and myself. So please bear with us if we get a little, uh, punchy and a little delirious. Um, it's pretty late in it. I also want to throw this out there that this evening I was watching um, a very important football game, and I may or may not have several shots of Crown Royal on my body right now. Nice. Which I hid pretty well during the episode, I want to say. Sure did. It's kind of like smacking me in the face right now, so. Perfect. Well, sounds good. Sounds good. And on that note, (laughs) Sam is actually going to be leading the discussion. Uh, this episode we are talking about the Metal Gear Solid digital graphic novels. Um, they were yes. originally released on the PSP, um, oddly enough, as standalone games, uh, quote, quote unquote games, um, kind of UMD movies. Um, and these were um, essentially digital motion graphic versions of Ashley Wood's um, Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 graphic novel Ooh, interpretations. I had to totally tell Alessio was a dude. I'm sorry, I thought it was a girl. Um, but yeah, so essentially we're going to talk about those. Um, Sam has viewed them via the um, Legacy Collection, um, which has them packed in as extras. Um, or you can use the show notes that I have attached and uh, watch entire uh, high-def, beautiful versions of them on YouTube, which I do not know if is uh, appropriately legal or not, but watch them while you can. This is us washing our hands of any trouble you may get into. Exactly. So it's not our fault if the video link gets pulled. That um, would be washing my hands. 
But yeah, definitely. Um, so at this point, we've covered Metal Gear Solid 1 in its entirety, so you should be clear to check that out. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2, however, we are not even a quarter of the way into the game. Um, so if you're following along with us as we play MGS2, um, definitely uh, wait until you finish to watch the graphic novel version. And due to that, we're not going to talk as much about the MGS2 graphic novel. Um but we are going to be talking mostly about MGS1's graphic novel. Yes. So, Sam, yes. take it away. So, the, essentially what this is, it's pretty, much, um, it's pretty much following the story to a T from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. So, if you've never played it and you want to just get a really quick, like, what is this show all about? They take the game and kind of condense it into, like, an hour and a half worth of, like, really cool like art style um which alessio clued me into the fact that ashley woods is the person who did art for peace walker yeah all the um, um cutscenes. which i'm actually going to be playing peace walker all the way through for the first time as a result of this podcast um so i wasn't really familiar with that but it's a very beautiful interesting looking art style so it keeps you kind of entertained and like interested in what's happening um so yeah no, yeah, totally. The um, so I have seen parts of the uh, graphic, graphic digital, digital graphic novel. Um, I've not seen the entire thing, um, <clears throat> but from what I've seen, it seems like they handle uh, sort of the dialogue bubbles and voice acting really, really well. Um, you can tell a lot of time and care went into making this something that's engaging and fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I'm not too terribly familiar. Sam, how did they handle the gameplay moments between like the story beats? Is that touched on ever in the graphic um, novel? Not really. They kind of like skirt between sections. So it's kind of like the reason why it can be condensed so much is because they don't really focus on the um, the gameplay parts. They kind of do like quick like snake is here and they do another cut cut of like snake here and then here in like panels and then they uh, move on to the next story beat, which is kind of interesting. Um, But they kind of take away the gameplay. It's like snake jumping from story part to story part relatively seamlessly. Nice. Um, My other question that I had for you is um, you and I spoke briefly a little um, privately uh, a couple weeks back about some weird kind of. Uh, further deep, deep diving that happens within the graphic novel where they kind of go a little bit more in depth into some of the scenes. Um, was there anything like radically different or any sort of weird um, creative uh, direction that the graphic novel took that was maybe a little different than the main game? The one thing that fucked with me is that, um, and I'm not sure if I'm remembering this first part incorrectly, but I think like Meryl dies. Um, when you're fighting Psychomanus. And I'm like, whoa now, that's not okay. And then, like, they do the fight with Psychomanus, and then they move on, and they skip over, like, the the cave and the, um, the sniper part where Meryl gets shot, and they skip over the blast furnace and all this other stuff, and they take you to the, um, directly to the control room, um, where you do the pal key. Hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Are they really skipping over all this really important stuff? And then, like, out of nowhere, fucking Master Miller shows up. What? Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? 
And they do like a bunch of like weird stuff and they have a conversation and they're like traveling, they're like running through this whole section. And then you get to like a certain point and um, Liquid and um, Ocelot show up, I think. Uh-huh. And like I said, it's been a couple, it's been a little bit since I've watched this, so I may be remembering this weird, but somebody shows up and I think it was Liquid and Ocelot and they start having this conversation and um, Master Miller's like telling Snake to shoot them. And Snake's like, something weird's happening here. And he shoots Miller. Uh-huh. Um, and then it turns out that that whole thing was just one of Psycho Manus's, like, mind tricks. Oh. So it takes you back to that fight. And it actually plays out the way it's supposed to. And then the, the rest of the graphic novel plays out actually how it's supposed to. That's nice. It's a nice little uh, Easter egg for, for people watching. And it's also kind of a nice, um, kind of a... Uh jump into psychomantis's kind of skill set so that's awesome that sounds cool yeah how do uh so, how, how is the music and everything in in the game in the in the movie is it is it kind of like redone stuff or is it a lot of throwback tracks it sounds pretty throwback to me i'm not sure if they like redid music from the game and then put it in there or if they just used the music clips from the game but um it sounded pretty like it sounded like metal gear solid music Nice. Like it wasn't anything too drastically different. I know we uh, kind of touched on it in the Metal Gear Solid One podcast, but I do remember reading that the um, voiceover work in Metal Gear Solid One was so poorly um, recorded and uh, captured that they had to re-record all of the voiceover from scratch for Twin Snakes, um, which means that they had to re-record the entire voiceover cast for the movie as well. I'm assuming. Unless they yeah. used some stuff from Twin Snakes. Um, as far I as the voice acting, used, how did it work? I think they used the. I think they honestly just used Twin Snakes um, clips and put them in there. Um, oh, okay. One of the things I I did notice was that um, um, the guy who um, did the voice of uh, Frank Yeager, the ninja in Metal Gear Solid One. Guy named of uh, Greg Eagles, who I think I'm pretty sure we we said that he was voiced by Phil Lamar. Yeah, is he not in in the episode? No, he's voiced by Greg Eagles in the first game. How do you so that, that was one of the um, Greg like Eagles like the bird. Okay. Um, which he did the voice. Of, he he's the guy who does the voice of Stillman in Metal Gear Solid Two, um, which oh. we just talked about. Um, but. Uh, and he did the DARPA chief in the in the Twin Snakes as well. Oh, gotcha. What throws um, me off as well is that this Greg Eagles guy um, is actually credited, going back to what we were talking about, about actors going under different names for Metal Gear Solid 1 because of George Union. Bird. Yeah, he's go, he goes by George Bird. Yeah. That's really yeah, interesting. So who the hell did Phil Lamar voice? I know he voiced somebody. Vamp. He does Vamp in oh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Um, um, they replaced Greg Eagles um, in uh, um, that one with somebody else. Um, I know uh, Rob Paulson did the voice of uh, the ninja in the Twin Snakes, but I can't remember exactly who did the voice of uh, voice of him in uh, the graphic novel. Gotcha. I think it may have been Rob Paulson, but it definitely did not sound like. Uh, um, uh, in the first game at all. Interesting. Um, how did they handle things like, um, uh, like any of the codec conversations that were like very pivotal to the story? Do they just have like codec 
scenes. No, you never you never see the codec at all. They just kind of have them in the over the course of the the actual scenes. Oh, okay. Which is kind of weird, yeah. Um, another thing they kind of changed too was that at the end of the game, or at the end of the the movie, when you're standing out there with either Otacon or Meryl, uh-huh. um, you're standing out there with Otacon and Meryl. Oh, gotcha. So they kind of like rectify that whole like which one's canon situation by just having them both be there. Did they do the uh, final phone call twist? Um, God, I don't remember. I think so, but I don't remember. Gotcha. Well, would you recommend uh, this? So obviously, listeners of the show should check it out, especially if they're if they're just listening to us talk about these games instead of playing any of them. I would heavily recommend that they watch these just to. Um, maybe get some more of the details that we missed um, and maybe mm-hmm. have like a visual to kind of go along with it. Um, but mm-hmm. would you recommend this to like somebody who's new to Metal Gear? Would you recommend it to any uh, Metal Gear fans? What would you kind of say about it? I definitely recommend it to Metal Gear fans. It's a really interesting take on, um, it's a really interesting take on kind of the story and how it plays out. Um, and the art style is really just beautiful to look at. Um, as you know from playing Peace Walker. Um, one of the things I will say, like like assuming that you are joining us in this podcast without having played Metal Gear Solid 1 or listened to that section, you don't want to go back, you just want to start with 2, definitely check out the first graphic novel because it's going to be, it's going to last you, it's going to take you like an hour and you're going to be able to like get all the important story elements from Metal Gear Solid 1 and then you'll kind of understand a lot of the references we're making throughout us playing too. Nice. Um, so definitely if you're somebody who is not playing along with us, but you want to kind of experience and you want to listen, definitely check that out. And then definitely check out the graphic novel for um, two um, when we're done going over this game, because it'll do the same thing for you that it, that the first one will do for us talking about one. Nice. It's interesting to me that they didn't do um, ones for the subsequent games, like three or four. But yeah. um, it is a little weird. I don't understand. I don't know why they would why they wouldn't. But yeah, well, and likewise too. If you want to support Ashley Wood, um, I would definitely recommend um, definitely watch them on YouTube if that's your only way of kind of getting to them. Because I know not everybody owns a PS3 or, or a PSP. Um, however, I will say um, I would definitely strongly support the artist because um, I love his work. Um, I'm actually looking at a copy of Robots vs. Zombies that I have up on my shelf right now. Um, and I would definitely just, um, you can go out and buy the digital graphic novel as as a physical graphic novel um, at like Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, uh, Borders, any of those kind of places. Um, sweet. Um, is there anything else that you want to touch on about like the movies whatsoever, uh, Sam? Um, I really just like how they did it. Like it just—it was just a very smooth, like thing to watch. I actually kind of want to hear. I know we don't want to spoil major story elements because we're playing through the game now, but um, I do want to hear like kind of what you think about the second one because I actually didn't get time to watch the second one. I only watched the first one. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I've only seen some bits and pieces here and there. Um. I know that the second digital graphic novel is longer than the first one. Um, by a fair amount. Um, I think it's pushing. There's a cl- lot more detail into it. Yeah. Like I think it's pushing closer wise. to like two to three hours, um, <clears throat> which is a feat in and of itself to condense that game into a manageable two to three hours. 
Um, but I remember from essentially what you've been saying about MGS one, it's pretty much what I remember about the, the, the second digital graphic novel, just a lot of the, um, codex happening in the background during the action, um, it following kind of the pivotal moments of the story, um, pretty closely and kind of skipping around through the kind of gameplay, just kind of showing us like single frames. Um, and for the most part, it seemed like it was pretty spot on from the bits and pieces that I've seen. Um, but I will say I've not sat down and watched both of them. I feel like a shitty Metal Gear fan because um, I've watched tons of Metal Gear content. Um, however, I'm no longer in college with a shit ton of time to burn or in high school. So it's hard for me to set aside uh, two to three hours to watch uh, something that isn't a movie with my wife. Um, so it may be, I don't know, at some point if I could get her to be interested in checking it out, I think it might be kind of a cool way to introduce her to the series. Um, though I will say she's not hyper into military stuff, so it might be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I will say as well, if any of you guys out there, um, listeners have uh, seen either of these and want to kind of weigh in, um, tell us what it was like. Um, let us know if you watch the UMD or if you have the legacy collection, um, or tell us what you think of the art style or anything like that. Um, we or if are, you were a filthy, filthy thief and watched them on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> at least watch them on YouTube and don't torrent them because that makes you an even right. filthier thief. Um, right. But, uh, Take a shower, you're so filthy. <laughs> um, if you guys have anything to say about them, much like everything else on this show, we would love to read your comments or questions or corrections. Um, and you can direct those to geekti.me backslash WP backslash content or contact, excuse me. Um, or, on, you, or you can go to geek.ti or geekti.me. Jeez, it's been a long day, um, which is just our website. Uh, yeah, it's geekti.me, um, which is just our website. And you can click the contact button up in the top left corner. Um, and definitely come check out the website anyway. If you like this show, we've got other shows. Um, we're trying to work on having a couple more out the door. Um, so cool stuff. Uh, we're part of the Geek Time Network. If you're unfamiliar with us, um, you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud as Geek Time Pod. Um, or uh, please, we uh, heavily, heavily request that you guys rate and review us on iTunes. Um, we like to know uh, that we have listeners and that um, whether or not you guys uh, hate us or love what we're doing um, we'd love to get some <laughs> feedback um, we will definitely read any feedback that you guys um, provide to us on the air um, so that'll be a fun little way for uh, you to have your voice heard actually I, I was looking at our iTunes and we have um, we have a couple more reviews um, the first one is from a gentleman um, by the name or lady I don't know maybe people are naming girls James now um, but there's this uh person named james mt who gave us a five-star review says um it's the best metal gear podcast out there um if you're a current fan or an old school fan it's great reliving the game step by step plus the personalities are really fun too gotta say i'm hooked thanks which is james. awesome thank you very much james mt um another one which is not as glowing is a three-star review from uncle punk 7268 um gentleman says or lady again i'm sorry for being sexist whatever Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Uncle Punk 7268 says, Fantastic podcast for sure. However, the thing that stopped me from giving it more stars is the amount of misinformation about MGS1. The first episode where they cover the section of the game that was in the MGS demo was spot on, but the later episodes have few have a few areas where the commentary about the game is either sketchy or outright incorrect. The communication tower is the biggest example of this. All in all, still a great podcast, though. 
So Uncle Punk started with the positive, gave us some criticism, ended with a positive. Great way to give criticism, by Loved the way. It. <clears throat> nice um, little sandwich. Which and thank you for that too, Uncle Punk, because um that's obviously something that we, we know. <laughs> because um because you got to think about it, because me and Alessio didn't replay MGS1 when we did that. So we were very sketch on some of the things that happened. And then Cameron and Isaac were both, um, were both... Uh, not taking notes? They weren't, they were one, not taking notes, and two, it was their first time ever playing it. So yeah. they were also not taking in quite as much as, like, maybe somebody else might. So that's why we tried to do the corrections episode. And, you know, we appreciate criticism like that, because it helps us get better. So hopefully, because we're all taking notes except for Isaac in his head um, <laughs> about Metal Gear Solid Two, and we're so we're we're trying to chop up the episodes a bit more um, than we did with MGS One. So instead of trying to force all the information into three or four episodes, we're trying to space them out a bit more and try and focus on other things more and be better about being consistent with our information and. We are actually me and Alessio, being the veterans of the series, are actually playing the games, the game again, this time. So, Uncle Punk, keep listening. We're gonna do, we're gonna do right by you, uh, this 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 go round. Totally, no, and we really appreciate it. Um, definitely, if you guys have um, any sort of comments like Uncle Punk, um, feel free to drop them into the iTunes reviews. However, um, we'd also like to read them on the air. Um, and actively kind of correct them um, between each episode. So if you guys hear anything and you're just upset that we completely missed it, or or even you just want to kind of let us know, like, hey, by the way, guys, I think you missed this thing, um, we would love to read those on the air as we go um, and try and keep, like, a consistent docket of, of corrections while we're kind of pursuing uh, through the episodes. Um, so definitely let us know. Um, but likewise too, um, guys, any, any sort of iTunes reviews or comments, um, are greatly, greatly appreciated regardless of the star, uh, count, um, because it helps us get exposure and helps us, um, kind of figure out what the hell we're doing. Cause, uh, we've been doing and this. And I know for- that like you can go back and adjust your star rating. So uncle punk, if we do right by you and, you think we deserve it? You can go back and change that star rating and whatever. Yeah. Um, I also know we have um, somebody gave us five stars but did not leave a comment, which huh. is fine. The five stars is wonderful and we will always take five stars. However, you know, just say some kind words. We'll shout you out. We have no problem doing that. So, totally. Wink or whatever. Yeah. A little geek time wink. Yeah. But yeah, well, thank you guys that's us, so much. That's us self-filating for a solid two, three minutes. So A Metal Gear solid two or three minutes. Yep. yep. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Um, please join us next week. Sam and I are actually going to be talking about Zone of the Enders. Um, again, this is part of our kind of padded content. Um, this is being recorded a little bit in a batch um, since uh, I and Isaac will be out of the country. Um, and um, please stick around. Uh, we'll be back into Metal Gear Solid 2 um, upon my arrival. Um, and uh, we'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. Um, but please, if you are big into uh, anything Kojima has his fingers on, or if you like um, mecha kind of action-y games or if you're a fan of zone of the enders um please check out the episode next week it will be another micro episode so it will be nice and digestible and sitting under 30 minutes 
Yes, yes, yes. And please, please, please remember, it's just a box. Just a box.